0: I got a good question on LinkedIn that I want to answer today about how to best prepare for the day. So this is more about day trading. You can probably move it to other time frames, though. I think you can, actually, because the main point I'm going to make is applicable to everything. So I had a, I made a list of what works and what doesn't. Very simple list. Um, just when I'm doing well, here's what what's working and here's what doesn't. And I extended that list out to... Uh, different mentalities, just emotional states I'm in um, when I'm trading well, and when I'm not, when I'm vulnerable, and when I'm not from past mistakes, from really getting to know myself over all these years of doing it, which evolves every day. But one of the thing, one of the best exercises that I, that I do was to say, what's the biggest surprise today that could happen in the market? And you could say, what's the biggest surprise over six months, two or a year whatever. And, It was shocking how many times that happened, that actually played out. And when it did play out, it was usually a huge move because people were caught off sides by it. So I would start the day by answering that question. And before I answer that question, I want to know what are the narratives and the stories that everyone's talking about in the news, what happened overnight, um, what are some key areas in the market, levels, technical levels, um, things that you read, um, just overall sense of the personality that day. And I think um, that goes into the second thing I I would assess, which is what personality is the market in. So if the market is trending, if it hasn't had a trend day in a long time and it opens with the advanced decline, maybe up or down 1,500, oftentimes it'll trend the opposite way all day long. That's one thing I look for. So if it starts to become a trend day, especially if there's bad news and it just starts going up all day, you can see a trend day starting. Um, And I'll mark that down or I'll put that that's possible given if we have a big report and something goofy happens or the market doesn't do what you think it's going to do. But the other way to look at personality is after the trend day. I call it morning after trend day, and this has been talked about by other people who love to trade this mean reverting type day where after a big trend, the next day everyone is real excited to either jump on reversals or jump on continuations. And while we sometimes get two big trend days in a row, we almost never get three. We get these like explosive moves that are faded back into the, the 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 range, and then they make an explosive move and they come back in the range. So there's many trends after a trend day, but then they often fail and kind of come back. So it's you got to be careful to not be fading these or anything like that. And but just understand that that's more prevalent after a big trend. So if that is a possibility because of what's been happening, I'll note that down. So getting just gauging like everyone else's mentality, gauging the news, engaging the personality the market may be in are probably the most important things I do going into a day. And then, of course, preparing for the expectations for whatever news is coming out and what does everyone else think. And then I like to write down a couple scenarios um, that I will continue to change during the day on a piece of paper, and then I'll throw that paper away at the end of the day. And if it's something really interesting, maybe I'll write it down in a OneNote or a Evernote journal and save it for a future reference. And then the last thing I did for many years was to plot my trades by hand. I did that for 10 years. I don't do it anymore. But when I'm struggling, I will do it once in a while. I'm not day trading as much these days, so it doesn't doesn't matter as much to me. But I keep track of all my trades. I, I take a screenshot of the charts and of where I bought and sold, what was my reasoning behind it, and... Um, and and book that away for later and kind of have that as part of a spreadsheet. So when I see my results, I can go back and look at why I did what I did. It's tedious and it's annoying, but it does help you keep a a track record to learn from and go back and see how you were thinking when you were doing well and how it broke down. So it's worth doing. But So that I made a sheet up then on Google Doc, and I put these questions on there, and I would answer them each day or even answer them once a week if it gets tedious. And you might also find that... You don't need to lock yourself into a structure. Everyone thinks that you have to do that, but you don't. It's okay to print something like this off and, and use it. And then when you start struggling um, to keep up with it, you drop it for a while. And then if you're struggling with your results and you feel like you're sloppy, well, then you get it back out and you use it again. You dust it off. It's like getting a trainer at the gym for a few months and then being okay on your own or getting having a two-week fast because you can't eat properly and then all of a sudden you're eating better. It's okay to go on and off. So this is just one way to start to think about how to prepare better. And some of these questions you'll make up will be good for what you do. They're different than my questions, but that's just one way that I, I look at it.